Welcome to the podcast again today. You know, today we are in Proverbs chapter 23. I love these Proverbs. Uh, you know, it just generally makes me want to go and do all kinds of other books of the Bible because, uh, you know, we could do just uh, just a word study from Scripture to Scripture to Scripture or maybe uh, everywhere in the Bible where it says healing or everywhere in the Bible, you know, that talks about uh, finances or, or, or something on that line. Wouldn't that be great? You know, maybe a marriage seminar over a podcast or, or how to raise children that would be dynamic. Uh, I'm enjoying this format because it allows me just to speak freely. Since I'm, I'm, I don't know who is listening and I'm, I'm not looking at my audience, you know, so uh, I can just speak so freely, uninhibited by whether or not, uh, you know, someone may be sitting out there that is, uh, you know, really frowny faced and not appreciating what I'm saying or or uh, maybe someone that I have uh, counseled with or that, that, that they, they think that I'm preaching at them. Isn't that great? Uh, all of that is just gone in this type of anonymity that I get to sit here and you get to sit there and listen to it. And, and uh, 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 great. Open up your heart. Okay? No reason to be offended by the word of God today because uh, it wasn't aimed at you unless it was aimed at you by the Holy Spirit, okay? It is given to us how wonderful it is to hear a word when we need a word. So many times, however, in a public setting, people don't want to uh, open up their hearts in a hurting place. When you will not let a healing word touch a hurting place, then you just keep on hurting. But I believe with all of my heart that God has a word for every one of us today. And again, I have not you know, pre-read this or, you know, uh, we're going to look through Proverbs chapter 23 today and we're going to find one verse, one concept, one principle, and then we're going to go from there and just expound on it and meditate on it all day long today, okay? Like we did yesterday as we were training up our children to walk, you know, uh, this is just, you know, a principle, of meditating on the Word every day. Get you a fresh Word, you know. Get you a fresh bite of the Word of God, of the bread of life, and meditate on it every day. Are you ready? Proverbs 23, King James Version. When thou sittest to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before thee, and put a knife to thy throat, if thou be a man given to appetite. Be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful meat. Labor not to be rich. Cease from thine own wisdom. Wilt thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings, then fly away as an eagle toward heaven. Eat thou not the bread of him that hath an evil eye, neither desire thou his dainty meats. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. The morsel which thou hast eaten shalt thou vomit up and lose thy sweet words. Speak not in the ears of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of thy words. Remove not the old landmark and enter not into the fields of the fatherless. For their Redeemer is mighty. He shall plead their cause with thee. Apply thine heart unto instruction and thine ears to the words of knowledge. Withhold not correction from the child. For if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. Thou shalt beat him with the rod and shalt deliver his soul from hell. My son... If thine heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice, even mine. Yea, my reins shall rejoice when thy lips speak right things. Let not thine heart 
envy sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all day long. For surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Hear thou, my son, and be wise, and guide thine heart in the way. Be not among wine-bibbers, among riotous eaters of flesh. For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty, and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. Hearken unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. Buy truth and sell it not, also wisdom and instruction and understanding. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice, and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. Thy father and thy mother shall be glad, and she that bear thee shall rejoice. My son, give me thine heart, and let thine eyes observe my ways. For a whore is a deep ditch, and a strange woman a narrow pit. She also lieth in wait as for a prey, and increaseth the transgressors among men. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine, they that go to seek mixed wine. Look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth his color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. At the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, and thine heart shall utter perverse things. Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in the midst of the sea, or as he that lieth upon the top of a mast. They have stricken me, shalt thou say, and I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. When shall I awake? I will seek it yet again. Wow, what an interesting proverb that talks about drunkenness, talks about allowing wine to have its free course in our lives, uh, 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 allowing alcohol, the wine, when it moves itself aright, when it's fermented, uh, after it's fermented and bubbled and, you know, moving on its own kind of thing. Wow, what, uh, what wisdom here uh, they're giving and telling you exactly what alcohol will do if it has its end. If it has its end, it will take all personal choices away from you. It removes inhibitions from us to the point to where uh, we do things we wouldn't do. We say things we wouldn't say. Oh, wow. What, what an interesting proverb to bring that out. And he, did you see as well there where it said, uh, when, when a man is drinking... His eyes will behold strange women. <laughs> All of a sudden, the eyes begin to wander. You know, I love Solomon how he gleaned all of this wisdom uh, from, from his experience, from observation, from his instructions. You know, uh, perhaps uh, this is how he got his uh, um, 900 covenant partners. You know, maybe he drank a little too much wine and all of a sudden the women started looking a little bit prettier and, and, and without him even realizing it, he was proposing to them or, or suggesting marriage to them or, or taking them into his bed and, and making them one of his concubines. Uh, you know, I don't know. But I do know this, uh, that this is the truth.
You know, you can feel as though that you've been horribly mistreated when all along you were a full participant in whatever was going on. And then it's as though, uh, you know, uh, those that are given to alcohol or given to this riotous behavior, behavior, it's as though that when you wake up, you know, I mean, you'll swear you're never going to do it again. And all of a sudden, man, you just find yourself right back in that little cycle, uh, right, you know, back back with another beer in your hand, you know, back with another, uh, uh, you know, joint in your hand, you know, uh, right back thinking about stopping at that at that uh, nightclub or, or you know that that's just the cycle of this type of sin it draws it calls it speaks and and uh, the wisdom of it of course is just don't turn in there don't stop don't go there uh, and because it's going to treat you the same every time okay over and over and over and over and over if you don't like what did happen to you then don't do it again because it'll just happen again um well, that's the admonition of, 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 of Solomon. Well, we're going to look today and zero in on uh, and meditate today on Proverbs 23, verses 1 and 2, uh, maybe verse 3. But listen to what this says. This is talking to us about etiquette. And believe me, it's very important that we understand the value of, of being consciously um, uh, connected, uh, of, of having some social uh, and even some spiritual etiquette, some social protocol. Listen to what he says. In verse 1 of Proverbs 23, we'll begin there. When thou sittest to eat with a ruler. Now, rulers here are important people, okay? Whenever you sit down to eat, literally, whenever you're sitting down to eat, uh, we could extrapolate uh, and, and even realize whenever we're sitting down to talk or when we're, we're, when we're sitting down to, to, uh, to visit, you know. But uh, specifically, here he's liking it to sitting down at the meal, sitting down at a king's table, okay? Whenever you sit Sit down to eat with a ruler. Consider diligently what is before you. That means turn your brain on, turn your mind on, turn your head on, and look all around. Okay, I mean, I mean, literally consider the situation you're in. Consider the opportunity you have. Consider, uh, you know, this could go well or this could go bad, depending on so many little things. Now, don't imagine that when you sit down to eat with a king or a ruler or an important person, don't mistake. And think that you're sitting down to eat. You're not. Okay? It's not about the food. Okay, listen. It's not. Don't desire, verse 3 says, don't be desirous of his dainties for they're deceitful. It's not about the food. Okay, don't let the food captivate you. Don't act like you don't have any sense or any education. Don't act like, you, you know, uh, like you've never been in the presence of somebody that's, that's important or somebody that is, that is um, wealthy or somebody that, uh, that you revere or that, that is an idol. When you sit down to eat with someone, listen. Consider what is before you diligently, verse 2 says, and put a knife to your throat. Oh, my goodness. What do you mean? He means, okay, you need to hold yourself captive here. You need to really act, not react. You, uh, there, there are some places in life where you cannot afford to come off as a buffoon or a fool or someone who doesn't understand social etiquette. Listen, uh, you know, uh, I, I understand, uh, um, you know, uh, being ravenously hungry and sitting down and gobbling up my food. And I see people gobble up their food and gobbling up food might 
might be your everyday course of life. And you might just really love and go on and on and on about the fact that you like a clean peaches and you sit down at the table and, and there's a bowl of clean peaches and you know you, you, you dip in there with your fork and just talk about it and you put the whole peach in your mouth because that's what you did when you were a kid and you, always just love, you just love that feeling how that juice just kind of just, just burst all in your mouth and goes all over your senses and maybe drips a little bit down the outside of your lip and maybe you drip three or four uh, you know uh, um, uh, the drips of that of that clean peach juice, you know, on the way to your plate from that bowl, and you and you put your finger there on the table and and wipe up one of it and put it on your uh, uh, tongue because man, oh, this is good. You know, you might could afford to do that by yourself somewhere. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm not saying that's not good, but I'm telling you, you sit down with a ruler and do that. You're shooting yourself in the foot. If you sit down to have a conversation with someone who is evidently wiser, more mature, who evidently has some way they could help you, you need to impress them with manners, with simple, common, appreciated manners of life. You don't need to be talking loud, obnoxious, telling off-handed jokes, dominating the conversation. When you sit down with the ruler, you know, what do you imagine King Solomon is saying here? Well, King Solomon evidently had been inspired and had experienced and observed many times when people would sit down to eat with him and all they could pay any attention to were the dainties. Were the, were, 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 was the king's food, was the types of treats that he was exposed to all the time and common people never got exposed to. And so when the common people got to sit down with the important people and all of a sudden they saw that what you know uh, the important people, have, oh, they just went off and just, oh my goodness, look, uh, and they just gorged themselves. They thought they were there to eat instead of understanding that the invitation to be in the presence of important people, of rulers and kings and, and, and people, uh, uh, you're not there to eat, okay? When you sit with the, to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before you and put a knife to your throat if thou be given, you know, to gluttony, if you be a man that's given to appetite, okay? And don't just think that you're there to gobble up all you can gobble up. Don't just think you're there to get all the free mints and stuff your pockets with them. Don't think that you're that you're there to, to go on and on and on and be so absolutely overwhelmed with things that you've never experienced before. It's not about that. If you do that, uh, according to this wisdom, that'll probably be the last time you're invited back. One of the reasons why Joseph, the son of Jacob, one of the reasons why Joseph was promoted in life is because he presented himself well. We must present ourselves well. When Joseph was called to the palace to meet the Pharaoh, the Bible specifically says that he washed himself and shaved himself. He made himself presentable. And he came in evidently and presented himself in such a way that Pharaoh imagined that this man had capacity to rule the whole kingdom. Let me encourage you, don't just be you. Don't just be you everywhere you go. The Apostle Paul said, 
To the Jews, I became like a Jew. And to those without the law is one without the law. And those under the law is one under the law. And, and you know, I, I, I surveyed my audience and I looked and I made sure that he said, I became all things to all men. If you're going to be used by God in your greatest day, you're going to have to find out how to fit in the place that you are and that God wants to promote you to. Okay? And it may take you putting a knife to your throat. It may take you harnessing your desires and not being overwhelmed by things that, you know, would overwhelm people with less manners or with less uh, astute uh, attention being paid to those things. Well, you get the picture, okay? We're going to pray and we're going to meditate on this today and we're going to ask God how we can appear more presentable, how we can appear uh, to be able to uh, influence rulers and kings instead of uh, being discarded by them, how we can appear to uh, have what they need instead, you know, um, in instead of uh, being overwhelmed at what they have, okay? Don't let money uh, impress you. People with money impress you, you know? And for goodness sake, if, if you're a, you know, a sloppy eater, a sloppy dresser, if you're a, you know, a, don't dress sloppy when you go visit important people. God wants to reach them, and they're not going to listen to you if you're sloppy. That's, that's just the truth. That's the truth. Don't, you know, they're not going to accept you if you don't have some common etiquette and manners that are necessary to the world that you're ministering to. Okay? Uh, pay attention. Okay? Pay close attention and watch and see what God can do with you when you will harness yourself and add some self-control to your life. Okay? All right. Well, let's pray and let's ask God to seal this word in our heart today and remind us so we can meditate on it more and more and more and get the best squeeze out of it. Let God speak to you. Father, Lord, we pray today, Lord, that you would ever make us mindful, God, of the people that we are around, Lord. Uh, people, Lord, that we need to condescend to men of lower estate, Father. We need to reach down sometimes, Lord, and, and lift people up. And sometimes, God, we need to reach up, Lord, so that we can bring the word of God to others, Lord, who are wealthier, Lord, than we are, more educated, Lord, uh, God, uh, more refined, Lord, uh, who have a different cult uh, culture or custom of life, who are offended by some things that that our family may not be offended by. Lord, uh, Lord, uh, some things, Lord, that, that, that in our world, Lord, we can do what we want in our world, Lord. Uh, but God, when we step into other people's world, Lord, we need to learn to speak their language and be conscious, Lord, of their considerations, their concerns, Lord, so that we can bring the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's exactly what the Apostle Paul said. I have become all things to all people. If by any means I might use some common ground that I can find with them, to bring them to Christ. Lord, help us, Father Lord, to remember that common ground, Lord, and to try to establish common ground, Lord, to not just champion us being us to the point where nobody wants to be around us. Lord, because us is not like them, Lord. God, help us, Father, Lord. Uh, that's what the Apostle Paul did in so many circumstances, so many situations. That's what Jesus did. Though he was equal with God, and he did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, yet he made himself of no reputation, and he took upon himself our form, the form of a servant. And he lived an obedient life in the form of a servant. He condescended to us. He came down to us. It's not that he didn't know how 
to be God. He also knew how to be man. God, help us, Father, Lord, to stretch ourselves into situations, Lord, that we need to stretch ourselves into today so that we can be more used by you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Well, hey, you know, watch your manners, okay? <laughs> watch your manners. And uh, you may not need to be the first person to speak up. You may not need to be the first person that reaches across, you know, stands up, reaches across the table and sticks your fork in that chicken leg because you want it. It's your favorite piece, all right? Watch yourself, okay? Watch yourself. Don't be foolish. And uh, you're not there to eat, okay? You're not there to talk. You might be there to listen. You might be there so God can promote you to the place where then you can bring Christ to those people. God bless you. I love you. Well, think about that today, okay? Think on that. Why would God want you to put a knife to your throat when you're sitting at somebody else's table? Hmm. Think about that. God bless you. I love you. I'll see you back here tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 24.